Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this has come through, Queen. Well, Brendan, this week we are honored to be joined by the host of, I think, I'm going to just say it, the podcast of the summer. The podcast of the summer. Finding Fire Island. A returning guest. A returning guest, Jess Rothschild. Guys. Wow. Wow, Bethany, wow. Wow, Bethany, wow. <laughs> we'll get to Bethany and Fire Island no. and then Bethany and everything else later. We sure will. But I Listeners, mean, this is going to be four hours on Bethany, <laughs> so just sit tight. This is a, a supersized episode. Okay, we got to talk about Finding Fire Island, which, I, which I'm saying is the, the podcast of the summer because like, it's the only podcast that I'm like downloading like for my drive yeah as i'm waking up that day it comes out yeah we talked about it on patreon but i don't think we've talked about it yet on main oh, show I, i've or, like i've like mentioned it on main we've show mentioned it, yeah. but we haven't mentioned it all so <laughs> I, so <laughs> wow um jess why don't you give us like a rundown mm. of what this podcast is and what um made you do it mm. yeah so first of all <laughs> I mean, you know I love you guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, that is so sweet. Like, hearing everything you just said. Like, so, as you guys know, I've been hosting my show, Hot Takes and Deep Dives, Mm -hmm. for several years now. And I am a native New Yorker. I'm actually from Long Island. And Mm -hmm. so, and I'm a gay person. So, when you put all those things together, that equates to going out to Fire Island quite a bit. And... I've also I'm also like a big Hamptons person and it's easy sort of perfect for this week really <laughs> <laughs> and so so I've been going to out to Fire Island since 2008 okay. that was my very first trip out so for like okay. 15 years yeah. with friends and when I got into a very long relationship she actually hated Fire Island wow. mm. so 
we that's when like our life was really the Hamptons and we had like a very sudden breakup right before COVID okay. right. and that was when I really started going out and doing a lot of soul searching and while I that summer of really June 2020 I was trying to still live like my Hamptons life that I had with my ex and okay. this is like a series like we were yeah. together eight mm-hmm. and a half years like we actually were legally married wow, wow. which I don't really talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. but um was your ex Aaron from Roni <laughs> <laughs> I wish no I wish my ex was Jenna Lyons. Yes, mm. yes, yes no I wish my current life was Jenna Lyons. yes of course, of course. <laughs> but um so that so anyway even before that I was getting more entrenched in the Fire Island community like meeting more like locals like older people sure I, I can't maybe I'm getting off track here the point is yeah I'm obsessed with Fire Island, and I always have been. And in doing hot takes and deep dives, I would often ask, like I'm sure you've listened to a lot of my stuff. Like I would always ask, like Margaret Cho, or Mm. I may even ask Rosie. Like, and I think the answer was no; she had never been there, so I cut it out. Yes, but. If there's like a line to like a New Yorker, I will often throw it out to like a Fire Island sure. or a Provincetown. That's one thing I like about your podcast is you have your specific lines that you throw out. It's Fire Island, Provincetown, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, <laughs> the, the L word, the L yeah, word, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, those are the common threads that I will yeah. pull on. And so anyway, I really just didn't. I could never find a piece of media that truly satisfied like the itch that I had yeah. mm-hmm. about Fire Island. There were very few documentaries mm-hmm. made. One of them you literally can't even find. Oh. It's called Where Ocean Meets Sky. Okay. It's unfindable. Sure. It's wow. like the guy who made it lost the rights to it. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. And there's maybe like a few books written about Fire Island. And then of course there's a Fire Island movie, which is great and yeah. I loved, but you would never know that there's any history. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a, a fictionalized yeah. story and like they got great exterior shots recreated interior locations but it very well. much takes place in the moment of that weekend yes. and you don't get the backstories and all that so what i wanted to do was take that but then marry it yeah. to all the history like me knowing all of the yeah. rich history yeah. and mm-hmm. then also in the process of a lot of this stuff i didn't know like right. i knew that there were areas to dig into yeah. but there are certain nuances that i would not know unless like yeah truly talking to the people who've been there Mm -hmm. since the 50s. So leading up to recording tonight, we were chatting how both Brendan and I think this week's episode that just dropped, uh, episode five. About the Pines invasion. The invasion. The the invasion of the Pines. Yeah. Yeah. Is maybe both of our favorite episodes. Tell me why. Okay. The fact that you have, and I don't, I didn't go into the podcast. I didn't know who these people were. You introduced us to them earlier. Uh, Rose and Dandy? Pansy. 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 <laughs> but also, I think that's my fault because my friend was like, Hansy? I'm like, it's Pansy. That's, Pansy. Is that my fault for no, like not no, enunciating? No, no. Like, I'm just like, Pansy and Dandy feel like two like <laughs> words that are hop, skip, and a jump from each other. Well, I mean, like, those are things you call gay people. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> you introduced us to these characters early, and I was like, even impressed for you to be interviewing them to begin with. But then to come to learn that, like, they're. So, I know very like vaguely about the invasion. I've never been to Fire Island, but I know like the the big bullet points that I know about the invasion. To have like the two people that started it, yeah. It, uh 50 years ago is like Rose is 90, right? Rose is 90. Yes. Yeah. Still performing. And I I just want to add to like those two characters beyond like hearing about 
them telling us about the invasion as the creators. People, people might know the invasion. The invasion is the annual July 4th yes. event. Yeah. Uh, where they, uh, everyone dresses in drag, comes, invades from Cherry Grove to the Pines. On a f- Now it's full fairies. Yeah. But in 1976. Yeah. It was one of those small, small little. It was nine people. It was a water taxi. Yeah, and they did it every year. It was just. I mean, you heard it in the yeah. episode how yeah. like, it was, it was because of it. There was an inciting incident. Yes. Yeah. A, yeah. a person. The, the people don't know the. When you're looking on Instagram, would mm. you ever think like the pines like looks like a gay Fantasia free for all? Right. Okay. Would you ever think that this was a closeted place? No. Yeah. I think that's the most shocking takeaway. Yeah. I think that these Pines boys need to like mm. learn the history. Yeah. And especially like given that this was 1976, I I mean like that's post Stonewall and even like reading literature from that era, like, like that time, you wouldn't realize it was as causative as it was. Obviously, off the island was very closeted, but you wouldn't expect on in the pines it was like that at that point. It's because the owner was a he yeah. was a closeted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's described as like a very picky gay. Yeah, but the fact that they are alive to tell the story, which there's not many people from their generation alive to tell yes. any story, um, is just like amazing to listen to. Yeah, I think that was really powerful, and just like just the history of the entire thing is powerful. And then just even hearing it from hearing the story about the invasion from the older lesbian in Cherry Grove. Mm. At the she closed. She closes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was interesting just to have that perspective. Also, I think it's interesting to have you as a gay woman telling these stories because especially the Fire Island Pine stories, because I know you spend a lot of time there, but everyone associates that space less so now. I think I was even with friends the other day who were saying like, it feels different in a, in even the past couple years than it did. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's usually associated with like cis gay men, a lot of white cis gay men. So to yeah. hear this entire journey from your perspective it is very interesting as well. It's one of, I think, when I was waffling, when we went to dinner, like mm. early, we, the three of us, yeah. I don't know if I had started it or maybe I'd committed to doing it, but I hadn't yet started the interviews. You t- were telling us about it, but we were talking offline. I was so surprised that it dropped so quickly because when you were telling us about it, it felt like more of an idea. Yeah. So it, it seemed to have come a Around like I, really quickly. I hadn't yet. I had the outline, like the episode outline, but I hadn't yet started wow. like yeah. recording. But this is what I'm going to say about. Yes, you're right. The Pines does have it. It, it listen on paper. It is relentlessly male. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's no way around it. But sure. this is like in doing this, I did realize like this is one of the very few pieces of media about Fire Island from the perspective. Of a woman. Yeah. Yeah. A gay exactly. woman, just a woman in general. Yeah. yeah. And so. Uh, yeah. So obviously you also have hot takes and deep dives uh, with an extended interview with DJ Lena Bradford, which is amazing. Uh, explain to everyone, for those who have not listened to hot takes and deep dives, like what, oh, what, what goes is? on over there. Yeah. Oh, hot takes and deep dives. Yeah. It's basically like gay pop iconography yeah. and New York City culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. It's just 
everyone that like people like you, you yeah. know, our generation, you know, yeah. a lot of real worlders. Sure. Um, I have interviewed housewives. Like, listen, I started podcasting like yeah. in the Bravo space and then yeah. Hot Takes was sort of born out of that. Yep. And you did kind yeah. of, you did Jill fairly recently, didn't you? Oh my God. And yes. the Count is fairly recently as well. I, I pitched Jill the most ridiculous, I think, because I knew I had to pitch her like a concept and yeah. I'm like, mm. I want to do dating advice but it's going to be like gay dating advice right. oh okay so it like it, she invoked aids like an hiv in one like i'm like nobody wow. brought that up yeah yeah it's yeah. also wild. <laughs> jill recently was on in fire island pines doing john hill's show like his show about porn i know yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow i love it uh while we're mentally out in long island you're bringing to the table some oh. summer house filming news. Yes. Tell us. A couple of things I want to just point out to you. First okay. of all, it was your very own Amanda Petula's birthday. <gasps> oh, of course I know mm-hmm. that. Did you notice that Hubhouse and Carlito both acknowledged the birthday? Oh, yeah. Yes. Instagram stories, yeah. Where were Paige and Sierra? Mm, I, I did not notice anything from them. So I wonder, are alliances shifting? Do we, th- I, mean, I think there's no way. I think, let me say it this way. There's a 100% chance that Kyle and Amanda will be at the wedding. Oh, yeah. I mean, how do you go from being the officiant to not inviting yeah. the people that you officiated for? That would be a little crazy. Yeah. 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 Um, I didn't notice the Paige and Sierra stuff, but we were smiling from ear to ear that Hubhouse acknowledged. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, with Paige, it's hard because, like, I feel like her Instagram presence is so business minded these days yeah. that, like, I don't not sure I like put too much stock in, in like one way or the other. A lot of Amazon Live or Giggly yeah. Squad. Like, we got to focus on like how like like on top of like Amazon Live, Giggly Squad also do birthdays like yeah. she might just be like giving her <laughs> giving amanda a hug instead you know i gotcha yeah, yeah yeah. do we know anything about i've been following don't ask me why oh. i cannot defend this okay. in any way yeah but i do follow Corey kiefer mm. oh. i can't i don't yeah, know yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. i don't know why he has not been in the hamptons no so he and sam are like not part of cast like maybe friend of sam was definitely demoted rumor is sam is friend of and rumor is like people are implying that because of Corey's online activity um they don't bravo doesn't really want to deal with that yeah yeah i think they're both main on winter house so they're Which about to wild. do they're about to do a whole promotional round mm, oh yeah because we're we have a a winter in the can yeah yeah Winter's coming. Yeah, winter, winter is, is coming. coming. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I am glad. I like. I really haven't uh, dived deep into this, but it seems like we evened out the like men woman like ratio this summer, which I thought last year was like very striking. Um, so I think that might be a, a turn in the positive direction. Yeah, I saw photos of the two men who are allegedly joining. They look like doofuses, but like yeah, that's but what like, we need. That's what we need. We need <laughs> doofuses. <laughs> okay. Uh, and from the Garden State, New Jersey. Yeah, you, tell us. Tell us what's going on. Okay, so you know, we, is, has it been like officially announced that they're all back? Yes, yeah. all back. Okay, so the T, I know like firsthand. Like this is like a oh. breath away. Okay, a breath from, away. 
production and yeah. such. The production company wanted to fire four of the women. <gasps> four? <laughs> That's, that, you might as well do a reboot. Do we it, know which four? I didn't follow up with that. Okay. 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 But Bravo said, no, we pride, like Jersey, we're priding Jersey on not changing the cast, like oh, ever. Okay, okay. Like that's why Dolores has been there for a hundred years. Yeah. And so all of the women had their network meetings this week. Wait, okay. we, we haven't started filming that? No. They're starting filming on Monday. Oh, you're right. Or they go, into pre, they go into, they're, they're starting filming next week. Yeah. But that may just Early be like August. pre-production. Yeah. I don't know when the women start, but I know that production starts next week. No, I remember reading early August was when production was starting. Yes, because we was, wanted them to do the holidays. Yeah. I, I don't like this whole half, like to start in August feels. Mm. It's like what? Back to the, school? Back to school. Yeah. Like let's, let's start after Labor yeah. Day. Like Labor Day into Thanksgiving, maybe. I would like that. So apparently what was told to the women mm. was if you want to, said we want to keep you for the next like two to three years, keep it light, like keep it fun. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're going to do two to three more years with you. And then I think the plan, they're never getting rid of Ter- the The way Teresa's, ter- the Teresa and Melissa story is going to end is they will eventually re- cat- reboot it. Yeah. Same with like OC and like all of them. But that's the way it, that's Bravo's plan is to stick with this cast for the next two to three years. I mean, it is a little bit of like studying capitalism in terms of like their paychecks keep growing, but the ratings are not growing. So like you need to kind of recast, you need to recast in order to like, keep the show going really well it's not necessarily that they don't naturally like vanderpump rules do you know Mm. last year vanderpump rules you know they got paid like they took a pay cut oh okay yeah Yeah. yeah, because they were told this is your last season sure before everything happened yeah yeah and they took a severe pay cut yeah yeah. and then sure it's the fame versus money conversation and like (laughs) some of these people it's their main source of income. Yeah. Most of them, yeah. I guess. But it's like... But also they make it up in... Other things. Brand deals yeah. and ad- yeah. ads. And, and that's where the fame adds to the money, I guess. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Jersey. Love it. Okay. The main events. Okay. Actually, we've got two main events in the news. We've got two main events in the news. One's a continuation from last week, which I was so high on the Jethany... The Jethany. <laughs> is that their like their portmanteau or whatever it's called? Is, no, like, that's their that's their ship name. Yeah, their ship name. Yes, 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 yes. The Jethany reunion. Uh, so last week we talked about Jill and Bethany's podcast episode where they hashed it out. Mm-hmm. And little did we know how much more content would be on the horizon. <laughs> oh, the way Bethany is milked. <laughs> Five podcast episodes, multiple <laughs> YouTube videos out of this. Mm. It's wild. Yeah. So did everyone listen to the Bethany and Jill Roni recap of episode one? I've listened to everything. Listened I have to everything. too. Yeah. And okay. I've watched. No, here's, oh. here's the question. Oh, okay. Have you guys watched Jill <laughs> watching the YouTube video? No. no. Turning to Allie and, and mouthing, I love it. I Oh my God. <laughs> this is so sick. It's in an Instagram story. You have to watch it. Oh my it. God, I have to find that. She looks, it's like you would think 
Allie. You would think she just became a grandmother. Mm. It's wild because, like, the very beginning of that YouTube video, like, Bethany's, like, kind of mean about her. Oh, very mean, mean, manic, disheveled. And then I gotta say, Jill saunters in pre getting changed into that dress. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she needed to change. I thought she looked like she, she looked amazing. Fresh she- face. Fun. But Bethany, it's Bethany's fault because Bethany kept on calling it a sweatsuit. And Be- like Bethany was being a bee about it. She, she was being <laughs> the bee in Bethany, yeah. <laughs> okay, the the Roni recap gave me an actual headache that lasted three hours. Oh my God. Like l- listening to the two of them talk about this and like I thought they would have something interesting and poignant to say, especially maybe because I had them on such a ho- high horse after like, getting into it between the two of them. And then I realized that's not the case. I think that if Jill had done it with someone else, Mm. it would have been nicer and she would have had more insightful things to say. I think Jill kind of, and Jill sounds, I thought came across great in the first, the first interview that they did. The The one-on-one about our lives. Yes. Yeah. I crashed a funeral, but but I think Jill, while sitting there, drank the Kool-Aid slash Bethany Diet Coke and <laughs> wanted to be yes-anding with Bethany. Okay, yeah. I think I disagree with you guys. Oh. Okay. I much preferred the Roni recap to them. I didn't learn anything new mm. in the first episode. Okay. With the Roni recap, I was glued yeah. Okay. I was glued. My ears were glued. So were you agreeing with their... It wasn't that I was agreeing. I just found it all interesting. Okay. Yeah. I found that it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. Like just... I'm not, I don't agree with whatever they... But like mm-hmm. um, Bethany, of course, saying that she was the first person to bring the production to catch. Okay. Like I enjoyed hearing that. Sure. I enjoyed her saying, oh, they bleeped it out too many times. Just her take... On production, okay. I yeah. found yeah. interesting. Uh, I loved her sort of shading Jenna Lyons. Mm. Like, yeah. I just found it all interesting. What, I don't, it, what did she say about disagree- Jenna again? That she got the vibe that Jenna was embarrassed to be there. Oh. Yeah, which I think, like, is maybe half, yeah. half right. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I actually thought, like, to, to your point, Brendan, like, Jill's perspective of, like, knowing that this was not the first footage they shot yeah, was helpful for her to know. But then her insistence that like we needed episode one and two and like, Mm. she's calling this episode three. I was like, actually I think they lucked out by this being episode one. Cause we're kind of just like jumping into it a Mm -hmm. little bit. I think from her perspective, a housewife perspective, they always love to see like the moments with their families where they're being introduced, like their lives. And that's, I mean, of course I like to see that stuff too, to an extent, but we don't need the grand introduction where we're getting like a eight minute package of just Jill and Allie and Jill, like Gloria, looking through, Bobby, yeah, like. Jill looking through her mail, which literally was her first scene on housewives where she was like showing the invitations. Yeah. I mean, they were acknowledging that it has changed, but like, while some of it has not changed for the better, I think some of it has changed for the better. Like the first seasons of so many of these housewives kind of unwatchable. are tough to watch. Like They're until, slow. until Beverly Hills, like it's hard to recommend unless you're like a completionist. 
Oh, so, I would argue Atlanta. The first episode is the charade Nini moment. You're right. Atlanta is is an exception to that rule. I think the other, like, well, Jersey too is also really <laughs> OC, OC and New York are both tough yeah. for seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, I think it would be smart of Bethany to have she and Jill recap oh. the whole season. Yeah. I think Bethany's going to, do something where she drags Jill along and I worry because Jill is going to get invested and think that they're best friends again. And then get burnt again. Get burnt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I don't think Bethany has friends. Yeah. Uh, Bethany just wants to do it for the attention that she is getting from doing it. She doesn't want to do it like, cause she cares about Jill. Did you guys happen to see that Bethany was in Atlanta for work this week? Oh, do we think there's a Bethany interviewing Nini? Such oh, for oh. a second, my first thought was, Is Bethany getting a CNN show? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know that she would fly, they could just do that remote. Mm. But I don't think she would want to do it remote the way that, like, especially after like this. Oh, especially... because now, now you can milk the YouTube, yeah. yeah and like yeah. her whole thing was like making her house like nice I and making to- that green room. I could be totally wrong about that, but she was in Atlanta for work. Mm. Wow. That means. Is that when she was fucking eating the crab legs yes. in her hotel room? Yes. <laughs> like like a maniac. <laughs> also, okay, so this has brought up a conversation where we know that Bethany is not allergic to shellfish. Mm. But I do want to say in this YouTube video, she mentions that she got the tuna sandwich when they got the sandwiches. Wow. I, I always call bullshit on on this like fish thing as an al- proud allergic person. <laughs> Wait, what are you allergic to? Cheese. Real bad. Yeah. Like anaphylactic throat closing. I know like as an Italian, it's tough stuff for me to be allergic to cheese, but we carry on. But like, she's, it's a little too like willy nilly. Like I got these sushi platters. Like I would not be fucking with If that. I were allergic to, any sort of fish, like whether it be seafood or the, yeah. I would just stay away. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I don't understand. And I hate to like be a conspiracy theorist about an allergy, even though I was for seven years with Dan. Um, <laughs> until you saw it. Until I saw it in person. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, makes you think. Yeah, well, I mean, some people I think like it, like either like to pretend for attention or some people, if they don't like a food, will say they're allergic to it. Cause then like, then the response from like when you from wait staff should be like, Oh, well then I will make sure you do not have it. But it's like, but then sh- if, if everyone is saying that, then like, then wait staff is like, Oh, then who's allergic to anything? Like, yeah. but she had an allergic reaction on the show. Remember? Yeah. But was that an allergic reaction? But it could have been like a specific type of fish. That's not just all. Cause like tuna is not shellfish. Yeah. <laughs> there's no shell around that tuna. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, do we want to talk about the unionizing thing? Wait, can I just bring back the crab oh. boil? Oh, yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. What's more, okay, in the galaxy of insane things we've seen Bethany, like, <laughs> document herself doing, I've always put documenting mm. Cookie's death on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I remember where I was. Okay, oh, yes, yes, yes. I... Watching that. Yeah. I remember where I was, too. Yeah. I was driving, I was in a car in, in the Hamptons. It was, like, the summer of whatever. Yeah. And I, I remember where I was mm. watching that live. Yeah. What is more, I still think the death of Cookie 
probably out. this this crab oil thing is right below that. <laughs> I think I think uh, Hello Kitty pajamas is in the pantheon <laughs> yeah. of that as well. <laughs> think of but like think of what it takes to do like this crab oil moment. It's like you okay. So first of all, think she's staying at a hotel. When I'm in a hotel, I want to get like an easy thing mm. that's not gonna make my experience in the hotel miserable where I'm smelling it the rest of the day. Well, you could always like take the trash out. Okay, but fish. We oh we had this argument about fish um, recently too. Wow. <laughs> um no, but then you're bringing these bags into your hotel room. Where are you eating them? I guess on the desk. Well, no, but you famously so Brennan loves if he's like staying in a hotel to get like the double room and have eating his bed. eating bed and sleeping bed. <laughs> Wait. I'm going to throw up. No, this is different. Okay, this is different. This was is different. Be- was Bethany on the eating bed? But like, That's the question you should but ask But like yourself. also, it's different than eating like a chicken finger on the eating bed than a crab boil. Bags of <laughs> claws. Slobbering all over herself. Usually like when you do this, you go if to you're like. you're wearing a bib, yeah. it's gone too far. Usually you go to this, you do this, you are wearing a bib at a restaurant. Over newspaper. Over newspaper. Like you go to like someplace like yeah. the local place here is like the Shaking Crab. I'm always seeing mm. people with these bags outside of there. Oh my God. But oh yeah. my God, we should go to Brooklyn Crab. I love oh, Brooklyn yeah. Crab. Oh my God, one of my favorites. It's a date. <laughs> Anyways, I think I... What else did you have to say about the clam boil? Oh, okay. No, I was just where it ranks. Where is yeah. it? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I, but do you guys remember watching Cookie? Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, of R&P. Course. R&P. Um, <laughs> we might have been together, actually. Or at uh, least together that day. Ooh, yeah. Was it the middle of the night, though? Like was she It was late. It, it yeah. was like a nine o'clock. Then we, maybe we were together the next day okay, talking yeah. Yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, videos were still up, and we were, like, replaying it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's briefly touch on Bethany wanting to unionize. Oh my God. Well, so, I mean, she's making a very valid argument of that course. like, I'm, I was paid $7,250 for my first season and you guys re-air it around the clock and I don't get a dime from that and everyone gets taken advantage of and I was one of the few people to like break the mold and start a business and become successful but then I don't know if you guys saw this. There was something this week, like someone revealed like a proposed contract or like for like a show she was producing and it was like insane terms. Oh my God. So it was like, oh, you've actually been on both sides of this, really? <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, it's also like, I think this is a conversation we should be having. Oh yeah, of course. But it's also, the timing is like, sus as far as like when she wants to have it oh yeah well i mean she wants to have this conversation because we are all talking about striking yeah maybe not maybe the word isn't sus for me but it's like she she's like she wants to be friend dresser basically yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah she wants to be the friend dresser of yeah. the reality guild and maybe i'm not saying she should be maybe she hands it off to somebody else mm-hmm. in the space garcelle yeah like an, an act an actress Ooh. who is now a reality star yeah that'd be interesting that'd be perfect or I loved when um, the old SAG after person was uh, Gabrielle. What's her oh, name? From Cartieris or something. Who played Andrea on Nine Hundred Two Hundred? Andrea Zuckerman. Yeah. So yeah. like maybe we get someone from old school real world to be the reality oh. union head. Genesis. Danny Roberts. Danny, Danny Roberts. Roberts. <laughs> wow. And you can make that happen. I you can make, make that happen. <laughs> okay. We talked about Jill and Bethany, the podcast sensation. The other. 
blockbuster moment. The other blockbuster moment that was tea and like I think properly teased, like yeah. Carlos King prepared us for Nini's arrival. Yes. And we have two parts. As of recording, only part one has dropped. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if part two is dropping like Friday or Tuesday of next week. I think week. it's Tuesday. Okay, so you might have like more time to catch up yeah. before part two drops. I w- have been down on Nini for years. Since she like came back a famous wo- woman in Hollywood. After Ryan Murphy. After Ryan Murphy. Like yeah. Ryan Murphy ruined her for Atlanta. So I've been down on her since then. This was like... The most I've liked her since mm-hmm. pre-Ryan Murphy. Right. <laughs> Invoking Ryan Murphy a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot, there were a lot of interesting tidbits that came out of it. Yeah. Um, I think it was interesting hearing about Cynthia and how mm. Nini claims that Cynthia, and I haven't listened to the two T's where Cynthia responds. So, <gasps> oh. yeah. So we're not doing our complete homework yet, but I think that actually dropped um, when we were having dinner. So it's yes. like, we were I already saw talking. the notification <laughs> pop up on Richard. <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh, your two T's is here. <laughs> um, but yeah, she claims that Cynthia had an alliance with production mm. against Nini. Yeah. Which to me seems wild. Um, she had a lot to say about Kenya too. Yeah. There seemed to be more respect for Kenya than I would have imagined. Would you say that or no? Yeah. I think she was saying that Kenya, she was annoyed by Kenya when she came in, but Kenya is now needed or necessary for the show. So, so I think she pivoted. Once Carlos King said Portia and Kenya revitalized the show, up until that point, she was yeah. like down on Kenya. And then once he said that, she was just like, okay, forget it. Like, yeah. okay, I respect Kenya, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She came off really funny. Mm-hmm. And there, there, was, there was like a similar delusion to her as to Bethany and Jill of like not liking all these like iconic moments that occurred where it's, where it's like, no, I know you didn't like it. Like from your point of view, but it's good that that happened. Mm-hmm. The charade, not on the list thing, even though she like says that put it on the map. Like she's saying like, Oh, she shouldn't have done that. It's like, no, she, she, she should have done that. Yeah. That's where we're at today because of that. Yeah. I mean, Shrey was the first housewife producer. Yeah, like she's complaining about twirl. Like when Kenya went on her twirl and it's like, tirade. What, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like these are like, just cause it wasn't your thing. Doesn't mean it's not a moment. Yeah. Yeah. I think she does still have like, obviously, and she has a deserved pretty like big head from being like the most like gift and memes housewife mm-hmm. of all yeah. time. Yeah. It does. She didn't like outwardly say it, but it felt like, the money could be an issue. Yeah. Well, what has she been doing aside from literally like Linithia Lounge? Which well, well also I she, would think the issue is like, isn't she completely broken with Andy? Oh well, there's okay. no repairing that relationship. Well, is I, there? I think I don't know if we ever got resolution to her lawsuit against the network and Andy. Mm-hmm. They teased that conversation for the second episode of this series. Yeah. So I think. As much as she might be trying to like have this uh, revival tour, like I don't think it will be with Bravo. 
And it's hard to imagine after suing a network and a producer and this, like who wants to work with you after you do that? Yeah. I mean, like I could see potentially Carlos doing something with her. He's current. Is he still working on those shows on own? The, um, love Love and and marriage. marriage. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense for her to be doing this podcast with him. Cause like yeah. if he's still producing, it's someone that she could potentially work with. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Should we, speaking of Atlanta, go into Atlanta? Uh, sure. We're, <laughs> yeah. still in, we're still in Portugal. <laughs> we're in Portugal. We're crying about the 100,000, not 100. It's 1,000. You would think it's $100,000. Drew is being sued for $1,000. What is like, Jess, (laughs) think about that. And like, think, like, think about, I'm not somebody with like any money and I'm like, I'll just pay it and go. Well, 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 cause here's the thing. The lawyer will cost more than $1,000. Of course. Yeah. So why would you hire a lawyer? But, But, okay. So Drew is saying like, uh, we've already given this woman money and now she's suing me. for. So it's like, when does it stop? Like she thinks she needs to fight it out in order to. And to the other woman's credit, I will say they're like, Kenya's like, let's just make it go away. And they're like willing to like help her, like make it go away. There's eight of us here. $1,000 divided by eight is like 100, like $15 each. Yeah. It's wild. But then it comes out that there's more. And this is where we're like starting to get into her husband's like, Mm infidelity again allegedly yeah that mm-hmm. we're gonna hear about and then it's not even getting into like her stuff yet yeah it was kind of funny like so so drew's crying and doing all this and candy's like and scene and scene <laughs> and meanwhile like candy is hiring her to be an actress in todd's film so it's kind of like yeah, you want the actress, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's like Candy's just so over this show at this point, which yeah. is why like Atlanta's in such like a weird Disarray. place. It's like Candy's over it. Kenya's half in, half out. Yeah, Sheree's doing whatever. I don't think Sheree is like still good for the show. Unfortunately, and she was always one of my favorites. Yeah, it's Candy was good on Watch What Happens Live with. Um, Oh, Erin. Erin. Yeah, I did not watch that yet. How did that go? It was good. I liked it. Okay. And she was like, she was being like fun with Erin, I feel. She clearly had not seen the Roni premiere. Mm, None of these women watch the other franchises. Yeah. Yeah. Except there are like a few fans. Fans here and there. (laughs) You know, I feel like But it's more like the Vanderpumps and Mm. if the kids watch the adult shows. Oh, well, the kids watch the adult shows on the actual show itself. Like we've seen Beverly Hills oh, yeah, on, right. on a TV. And we've, um, we've, seen, a, we've seen your Amanda Batula watching yes. Housewives. Yes, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Batula is watching OC. Batula is watching OC. <laughs> and Lala was watching Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love it. I love it. Okay, so Kenya Falls like slips on the, the wet exit to the hotel. Yeah. Rush to the hospital. Mind you, We've just been to the hospital with Kenya like five episodes ago. Yeah, and Candy goes with her. So we're actually like losing our two headlining stars <laughs> for a lot of this episode. So Candy's sick for the first day of, of Portugal and has to go to the hospital with Kenya for a day two. Yeah. Now I got to say Marlo's comment about Candy going to the hospital with Kenya was so funny to me because like they're there for eight hours. When Marlo says 
Candy needs to know someone. Like, this is where you need to be worldwide. Candy, <laughs> Candy's just blending into the background. <laughs> Wasn't Moneta like... Don't they have like a VIP line? Oh my God, yeah. It's like, you need to go up there and be like, we have a VIP here at the hospital. And that's actually like, if you think about like, Moneta last week revealed that she like owns an orphanage. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that's kind of disturbing Mm-mm. if you put those two things next to each other. We need to, the VIPs need to be taken care of. I like that. I, I, I mean, this was in the preview, but the rabbits BBL was fun for me. Yeah. Yeah, they use that like fake Magneta Sonia thing for the preview before the commercial break. Oh, they did a fake. They went to a painting poet like pottery class oh, thing, yeah, 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 yeah. which is like a paint and sip that you can do anywhere in the U.S. Yeah, I'm sure it had more meaning, and I'm probably like <laughs> <laughs> being an asshole here. Yeah, but it and then they like pretended to get into like a fake fight. They were like commenting on how when Candy and Kenya are away, we all get along, and then they like staged a fake fight Mm. and then they tried to like bait us in the preview into thinking that it was going to be a real fight and it just was yeah they were just acting (laughs) Courtney's um, little sit down with Drew I think it was when when she's like karma came for for Kenya like this is what happens when you act like this and and, and, and Drew being like I gotta get out of here <laughs> I think the one like actual notable thing that might make the rest of the season interesting mm. is that at the end of the episode oh. like, official Bravo cameras go down at 11:47 then which like keep them up um yeah. and we have Marlo iPhone footage and it is Candy arguing with Drew about what went down in the Bolo house two seasons ago. Oh. This is the one part of the episode I saw. Yes. And and Candy's matter-of-factly saying that Drew made out with LaToya, who's no longer on the show. Yes. And Drew's denying it. And (laughs) it's like, at this point... uh, Marlo's saying 80% I did see them kiss. (laughs) And the 20% just being like... Drew's confusing me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I think that's propelling us into the rest of the season mm. where in the previews we get this whole storyline where Drew, I think on, is it on the set of the movie where she meets this person? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because she plays like a queer woman in okay. this movie, okay. right? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Is that where that footage is from? Yeah, from the movie. I filming. think it might be the co-star. Uh, okay. We also have present day they're filming the reunion as we record this yeah which normally i care about seating but like i truly like it doesn't matter like i mean obviously drew's in the chair next to andy which means that they're banking on the last half of the season being like the stuff that people are going to be talking about is it even half like last third of the season last third of the season yeah i hope um but then like sheree getting prime real estate next to andy it's it's like they don't know who to put where because there's nothing happening. Yeah. Hmm. It's sad how mm. the mighty have fallen. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Should we move on to New York, New York? New York, <laughs> the new New York. Okay, so while we have you here, Jess, and I know you've told this story, but I want you just to give a little brief, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. brief synopsis on the Jenna Lyons casting and, like, kind of. I told it here. I know you yeah, did, yeah. but like, just a reminder. Yeah. That like. You and some of your friends kind of put... She would not be on Roni if I d- was not alive. Yes. Yeah. That is the bottom line. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> y'all can go back to the episode where yeah. um, Jess co-hosted with me to learn the full story yeah. of that moment. But Jess had a hand in it. Yes. And so we have you to thank, really, because I do think... It was a collaborative effort between myself, one of my best friends, Carolyn, who hosts, well, the podcast doesn't exist anymore, but it was called Diking Out, yeah, and right. Je- she got Jenna to do a live okay. Diking Out. This was, like, last winter, and I was there, and it was right after my interview with Luann, where I got Luann mm. saying, agreeing that there should be a lesbian housewife, yes. and I was saying, like, a lesbian or, like, a trans housewife. This yeah. was before they announced the split, sure, like, yeah. the Roni split in Legacy. And later that week, it was just like days later, we were, you know, hanging out, doing the thing with Jenna Lyons. Well, they were hosting it, but like I, yeah. you know, was with Jenna, you know, we were all talking to her. And my friend, she was saying she wanted to do, they were talking about stylish with Jenna Lyons. Yes. And which, as I call, is the rich man's big shot with Bethany. Of course. Um, neither show can be found any longer. Yeah. So... Anyway, so Jenna said she wanted to do a reality version of The L Word. Mm. And I think it may have even been in that moment that my friend kind of like threw to me and said like, well, do you watch The Real Housewives of New York? She was like, yeah. She said, well, my friend interviewed Countess Luann and Countess Luann yeah. said that yeah. she would love to have a lesbian. She's like, I'm down. Wow. That was, I'm, re- I'm putting the pieces you did like this. You did back this. together. Yeah. Yeah. And so then like they went on a show, this guy Eric Williams, who was wonderful, and they talked more about it. And then when they announced the Roni split, I had my friends who did that, who hosted yeah. that live show on. And we, we recapped everything and I put that clip on YouTube yeah. with like the headline was like 
Jenna Lyons wants to jo- join Roni, yeah. and that made the round. What was interesting was that the rumored cast of Roni was essentially all the women who ended up on the cast, but Jenna was not on the list of the rumored, and then like was announced at when, BravoCon. Listen to me. When my friend is close with her yeah. former assistant mm-hmm. and also her makeup artist, they text. Sure. Okay. We had no idea. Mm. Yeah. When watching, when she came out at BravoCon or whatever it was yeah. announced, it was we announced, didn't watch yeah. it live. Whenever that happened, the fe- there was an emergency. Yeah. There was yeah. Like emergency. it was like everything stopped. Yeah. 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 I remember where I was. I was <laughs> at dinner. At dinner, and I was going to be going to the last Watch Happens Live that was taped the same night. Yeah. And I was like, I couldn't talk about anything else at dinner. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Weren't you talking to like bartenders about it? Was I? I remember you. I remember listening oh, to no, you yeah, guys yeah, yeah, saying no. that you were like talking to like anybody. Waiters. No, the waiter. I was like, Anyone I was like, do, do you know do you Jenna care about this? <laughs> Wow. So that's the backstory. Okay. But now uh, we're here. But now we're here and we're heading to the Hamptons. A hop, skip, and a jump from Fire Island. It's true. Yeah. Actually... Pro tip. Pro tip. The best, th- if you're into, I mean, it's the rare person that's that wants the Fire Island and the Hamptons experience, oh. but that person, that yeah. I do enjoy that, yeah. it's the best way to break up the drive. Mm. Now, is that because, wh- which it's is on closer? The way. Fire Island is closer. Yeah, 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 right, right. But if you don't want to drive, the, it depends where you, oh, you are out in the Hamptons, okay. but like if you're coming all the way, it's, it's, it is a good... It's a way to get a lot of different experiences. Okay, so from from where you would drive to Fire Island mm-hmm. to the Hamptons, like how long is that part of the drive? Which part of the Hamptons? Like Sag Harbor where they are. Oh, yeah, Sag Harbor. That's like a good, it's like an hour without traffic. That's mm-hmm. not bad. Okay, okay. Yeah. Great. So do I need to bring eight bags to For Fire, three Fire nights. Island? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> for to Fire Island, yes. To the Hamptons, no. Okay. This for no, I'm me, you know, of course, it's all with Sai was so performative, and it's yeah. like we're still early on in her tenure, where it's Ooh. like I have so much to say. Okay, go. I, I so, but I I think I like started it last week, and now like the fact that we're getting even deeper into it now mm. is like really really scratching the itch for me. I I feel like if you follow her. Doesn't this like destroy the the fantasy? Right. Like, are, are, isn't isn't it like you're, I'm following you and like look at your your beautiful like chic life? I'm a mom, and it, and it's it literally I'm doing this. I'm able to do this because I'm doing it because I'm getting like the free clothes that I'm being loaned, and I'm like putting together all this. But like, it's all just. To make content. Right. So you're saying that like people who give her the free clothes and stuff like this won't necessarily want to see like how the sausage is made. So they're not going to want to see the garment bags be put into the car yeah. and all that. Am I crazy to think that? Well, I don't I know. Just, I just don't under, I really do not understand the mentality of like following an influencer. I don't understand that either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, what am I getting out of that? To like be cool like you. But I don't understand why somebody would follow Paige DeSorbo. Okay. Uh, I mean, I follow, so, so I, I mean, uh, I'll admit 
a lot of times I'm like tap 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 because like I don't care about so like tapping through the stories. Mm, oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. not not tapping like hearts. I'm like you're hearting. No no no, no 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 no. I'm not hearting. <laughs> no, if it's Allison Roman, he's hearting oh. everything. <laughs> Tagging her every other day. Oh my god. Well, if, if anyone's influencing me. <laughs> well, no, but that's interesting. There's also different kinds of influencers. So it's like oh, yeah. like size like a fashion slash mom influencer, but their page is like a. An influencer who's like doing fashion, but also has a podcast. Okay, Allison's right. an influencer who does is a chef. Food, yeah, yeah. food, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, I like at least I like get a meal out of this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, let me ask you guys this question: <laughs> As compared to the premiere, how, did you where? Which did you prefer, the premiere oh, or this? This, this, the premiere. I think I was like just trying to be positive, but I was enjoying it. But I was just—I don't think. But this like actually set me to the moon. Completely agree. Yeah. yeah, I was neither here nor there with the premiere. It wasn't good and it wasn't bad. Yeah. It just was. It did. The only thing that was interesting to me yeah. was Jenna. Okay. And I did like Erin. I felt Erin jumped off the page. Yeah, she did. She did. The rest, I honestly like couldn't care yeah. less about. Yeah, yeah. But now that like we're in a setting. And also, like Brendan, I've been lucky enough to be able to see the third episode. Mm, mm. I feel like these two episodes, I know where I am. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know I'm beginning to understand the women. And yeah. especially because you're just getting them alone. I, I think I really do enjoy them when it, you're just in a house. Yeah. And it's not cutting between different people and the in-laws and the kids and the kids. Mm-hmm. With the, sure. It, it's focused. And you can really see get to the core of like what makes mm. them tick yeah i mean erin hosting all these women it's magical like <laughs> that house is beautiful I, it, it's beautiful and th- all the women shitting on it left and right shitting on it to but the extent they, that they need to bring toilet paper but to I, shit on but aren't they doing that because they're doing housewives i okay so i so i came up with a theory that sigh to the most extent, and then Uba to some extent are putting on a show. Yeah, and but like but like Uba's show, I want to watch. Sai, I'm like, I, you are putting on a show. Uba's show is lighthearted. Yeah, Sai's show is coming with the side of like a little more snark and yeah. bite. Yeah. In my ranking, I have those two, and then I feel like Jessel and Jenna are just being like genuine. Awful people is not the right word, but like difficult people. They're just very particular in their own ways. That's actual quirk to their actual yeah. personality why, and not like put on. Why was Jessel cast? I'm glad she was. <laughs> really? I think she's, she fits in. She's a type of housewife we haven't seen before. Yeah. She's causing conflict accidentally <laughs> because of her own quirks and... Her apartment's beautiful. I mean, the, the like... Jessel. Jessel. Yeah. Jessel. Okay. okay. Just, just, like, really... Okay. No, running, running around in that heinous lingerie, like, throwing a fit. I was laughing and laughing. It was so ill-fitting. And I saw the picture of, like, a model wearing it. Like, these are two different outfits. And then how mean she was being about it to Jenna. And Jenna's just like... Making her face. I'm like actually crying thinking about it. Oh my god. I'm, I don't like I don't know. I re- Uba, Uba provisions, running to pro- leaving the house to go to provisions. Let me first of all, 
there's no, they must have known that it was closed. There's no way pr- provisions is like, whatever. If you want to pay like $10 for a bottle of water, okay. it's a health food store. Yeah. yeah. It's a small market. <laughs> there's no way that's, they're obviously filming during a weekday. They don't film on yeah. the weekends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not open <laughs> at three o'clock on a Wednesday or Tuesday or a Wednesday mm. in November. Yeah, yeah, I even Googled, We know this. I Googled it today and it's summertime and it closes at 6 oh, p.m. So it's like... Uh, what, Uba and her compass at dinner wanting to, to sit at True North. <laughs> I don't know. I want to get your take on the stealing of the... Um, Coconut cream? Yeah. I oh. felt like you'd have strong thoughts on that. Oh, I mean, I do think this was like a little... And Dicky, but like I don't know for some reason like with her like I'm like along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Like if Sai did it, I think I would have been annoyed for some reason because like Sai's not selling it. Uba's got like this charisma where she can get away with things. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, yeah. Like the way she just like jumped in there and was like hugging the chefs was charming <laughs> to me a little bit. You know we've been to Topping Rose. Quite a few times. Oh yeah, yeah. In our With, previous yeah, life. Yeah, in our previous life. Our previous <laughs> life. <laughs> but I'm like seeing it in a new light now, you know. <laughs> Can I? I want to mm. say something about the the, the reboots as mm. they continue to reboot. Yeah. I don't think. I think it would have been a smart move, just in sort of like looking to the future. Oh. Lose the taglines. Oh. Okay. What are are they additive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're agreeing, or yeah, they're additive. no, yeah, they're additive. Oh, yeah. like the Bryn one, it's just like something stupid. But it's... they, but they, they're so. First of all, the women can't—they're not even allowed to choose their own tagline. I know, yeah. and the producers or the whoever is doing it, they can't even write decent ones. Yeah, it just adds like a little bit of camp. Like this could be like a more. Like, this version of Roni could be, like, a little bit more of a serious show yeah. and, like, a little too sleek. And this adds, like, a little bit of camp that mm. I think, like, brings us in a little bit. Brings us down to earth. Yeah. Yeah. The other question people are asking mm. is, had they not called this The Real House, had they not called this Roni? Yeah. And if this was, like, a real Girlfriends of Paris, of would anybody be watching? I... Well, as the two people who watch Girlfriend, <laughs> Real Girlfriends of Paris, I hope so. <laughs> I hope people would have been watching. I don't know. I mean, I do think the Jenna Lyons. That cements it Marquee as a Roni. Yeah. Was like. Can I, can I make a prediction? Yeah. Sorry. If, I'm sorry that I'm no. like, I just want to get over these thoughts. No, I love out. it. Yeah. I predict possibly as soon as next year. Hmm. I think Lindsay Hubbard. Is going to join the team. To join. Oh, yeah. Well, she is a peer of Bryn and Aaron. I think Summer House is going to shut down, mm. and I think she's going to be the first one to jump. Oh, my God. That would be so monumental. It would like New York be, City? <laughs> like New York City. <laughs> it would be unbelievable. <sighs> would love to see it. Oh. Um, what did you think about the caviar... And the Pringles and the spread that Aaron put out. And do you think it was enough of a spread for this time? Because there's been a great debate. Okay. It's they're arriving around 4 p.m. And we're going to dinner. Dinner's at 7 p.m. I could have used a little crudite. Mm. There I think was, there was some. There was, oh, there was crudite. I saw like a woman like massaging a broccoli head. And like a carrot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In my opinion, I don't think we need a full... Like 
burger. spread. I don't think we need sliders. But I think like some like hummus, a pita chip, like chips and salsa. Well, there were chips and the caviar was on it. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. But like a, something a little more, because mm. caviar is obviously not for everyone. A little more. Now these chic hummus. women, it, it's for everyone. Well, no, it's three Three of them oh, don't like it. Three of them don't yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three out of the five. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Bryn's not here. And it doesn't does not feel empty the room. I did I I really liked Bryn in the premiere. Yeah. She's actually one that's jumping off the page. Yeah. So Episode I'm one, enjoying yeah. her. Yeah. There's some that I'm not enjoying, like Jessel, like it like sure, sure. she really I just don't care for. Mm-hmm. Um Bryn I really liked, but I also didn't really notice she wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. I like a lot of times, especially like during the COVID seasons. We'd be in a room of just a few women, and I'd be like, you'd hear the echoes in the room. <laughs> yeah. But this felt like a full room, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, wait. Jenna going home. Oh, Jenna going home. Can yeah. I tell you, if my house was... Uh, we don't see the thing is, we don't know where Jenna's mm. house is. Okay. She, she said like 15 minutes, I think. God, I want to know where her house... I mm. believe, I've spent yeah. the week <laughs> We know you want to know. I, 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 it's not for lack of trying. <laughs> it's not out there. Mm. It's not out there, but um, I would have gone home to my, I want to sleep in my bed too. Mm, yeah. I mean, if your bed's there in close proximity, sure. But like, we're filming a show. Like you got to yeah. like bite the bullet and like bring your pillow. If you need something like from home, her know? sneaking out too. Mm. I mean, I do like that. Aaron went from like when Jenna was walking in the next morning being like, I'm kind of mad. <laughs> Maybe that was in the preview for next week's yeah, episode. Yeah, there was a, like a six-minute preview. Yeah. yeah. But then, like, I feel like they figure it out. The I, Back to Jessel for just one moment. They showed pictures of Jessel and her husband from 2013. Oh. And she looked like 22 years old there. Like, didn't the pictures look like they were from college or yeah. something? Like, that was very jarring to me. Like, I feel like a picture of me from, like, 2013 wouldn't look, like, that crazy, di- crazily different. Yeah, a little different. You oh. post, you just posted one from 2013. I did. You're right. Yeah. Okay. I'm not an expert on postpartum and all of that. Oh yeah. But like oh. to like be like, you need to be fucking your man. Like mm-hmm. after she went through like a difficult oh, IVF yeah. experience well, and like that IVF plus C-section, which like yeah. C-section like takes more time to recover from like a vaginal birth. Yeah. Yeah. I just was like, leave her alone it reminded me a little bit not to go back to it we talked about it on just like that in the mm. pre-show which if you're not listening you really should subscribe mm, you're only getting half the story is, <laughs> you're only getting half the story <laughs> and it really truly is one of the highlights of my mm. week as a consumer of the product oh my god thank oh, wow. you thank you in and just like that this week mm. charlotte well, it's like she just broke up with che I'm talking about Miranda. Miranda, Miranda. Yeah. Charlotte pressuring Miranda to like pick a sexuality and oh. like move on. Where's your next woman? Yeah. Was but that's crazy. That's, that's so Charlotte. Though. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was very this. Too. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I agreed though. Why don't we wrap up New York and enjoy crappy hour? Crappy half hour, actually. Yes. Which is like kind of jarring. I'm like, I'm sitting down and then it's like over in a few minutes. And then you're standing up. And then I'm standing up. <laughs> We're truly in like four separate events in mm. this episode and it's only 30 minutes long. It's 22 minutes. Yeah, 22 minutes. But I enjoy, I really enjoyed it. Can I say something? Yeah. If I ever have like an injury, mm. I want Luann as my nurse. I'm going to spring into action. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Oh, Luan, two times in 22 minutes. I may be completely insane, but I find Luann to be very calming. 
Yeah. To me, she's a calming pre- Am I like nuts? No, 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 no. no. I think Luana. <laughs> I think Luana's very everything in this franchise. Like she is very calming, very nursing, very, very sexy, very, very chic. sexy, very chic, very funny. Very can get down and grab the crappie from the lake. <laughs> <She grabbed> the <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're called, right? I think they're like crappies or something. Oh, okay. But it's like crappy. <laughs> but we're gonna have crappy hour on the in the lawn. I really enjoyed. I like when somebody takes an empty space and like gets it together. Mm. So like them like putting down like that rug and like some throw pillows. It was like looking so shitty. But then once everyone arrived, it actually looked halfway decent. I think also a big thing about this kind of situation is like lighting. Mm. And so there was like, I think there was like some string lights. Add some oh string lights God. anywhere. There oh, you go. Gorgeous. <laughs> it's a wedding. Please. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have we have like a bunch of callbacks. We have like interns not getting paid. We have a Harry Dubin callback this episode. His boxers, yeah. Uh, we oh, when oh my god when <laughs> just like there's so many like quick little moments that are nothing. When Sonia's on her phone and she's like, oh, I gotta post this liposuction thing or I'm not gonna get paid. <laughs> can I can I say something? Yeah. I, sh- I shouldn't. I'm gonna fucking say. Maybe we can cut it out. Oh, okay. So you know, okay, that's my ex's company. <laughs> <laughs> My this ex is, is a the, shout out to my ex. The, my, my ex is the VP of sales of that company. Because she mentioned it. She she mentioned it under her breath when she was on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, oh my god! And I heard it because it's like hearing. Yeah, of like, course. Yeah. I, I lived with this company. Wow. Mention it all. Wow. It's up to you. You tell me if you want <laughs> yeah. to. Cut it out. Will it get me another follower? <laughs> That's, That's so Bethany. <laughs> I'll just sell my life story. I'll just sell myself. Of the testicle festival? Oh, oh my God, I just said it like her. <laughs> I, didn't even like, I didn't even mean to say it like her, like Sone, but it just like comes out that way. Yeah, would you eat a testicle? No. I mean, I was like gagging watching, but I was like watching with my coffee, which is like not... Like the time to be like considering the it's not the palate. Yeah, <laughs> you, the don't taste like, palate. you don't want to pair it with a coffee either. No, you paste it. With, you uh, pair it with like a cold beer. I mm, think. Yeah, I think the beer would help. I think like a <laughs> dipping sauce would help. <laughs> what kind of dipping sauce? Oh, like a chipotle mayo. A, a buffalo. Ooh, <laughs> ew, buffalo <laughs> testicles. I mean, that actually sounds good. <laughs> I mean, all, like they were saying, all fried food kind of yeah. tastes the same I mean, at the end of the day. It was chicken nugget yeah. adjacent, yeah. right? I don't know. Wow. Wait, when chicken said, nugget adjacent. <laughs> when Sonia said, I thought you girls were doing a wet t-shirt contest. And the woman responds, this is my niece. <laughs> There's like, like, like it, it is a phone show. But, like, if you're looking at your phone, you could easily miss, like, ten so things. So much, yeah. <laughs> high tea. I can't, how do they fit so many scenes this episode? I know. The four good scenes. The high tea. And, like. I love that. Oh, my God. The moment that. What was the kid's name? Oh, my like, God. Like, not Alec, but, like, the the waiter that they, mm, they yeah. zoned in on because they knew. Yeah. yeah. Levi, maybe? Was that his name? <laughs> I don't And then he comes and performs. <laughs> King. Wow. But then the couture contortionist getting Ooh. stuck oh my god that, I, was he was that just like a trick i couldn't tell if like that was part of the bit or i think it was a bit but he looked a little like 
Luann could not pop a thing oh, back in. No, she could. She can do she anything. Do she can do anything. I love her. Oh, <laughs> wow, crappy. Yeah, crappy. I mean, we don't need to stay on it too much just because it's like not that deep, but it's good. Mm-hmm. The lake's not that deep. It's good. It's good. Okay, Jess. We're going to mm. go into the waters of Orange County, mm. which is a show you're not super familiar with. I've actually, I've seen very few frames. I've okay. seen a couple frames of Orange County in my day. Yeah. Just two frames of Orange County. I wonder what those frames, frames are. What, what's your like point of reference <laughs> know, before like, what, going in? Like, what would you say, like, what was an iconic Orange County moment? I know about the family van. Oh, of yeah. course. Everyone knows and I know that Tamara Judge is hot. Yeah, she is. And I love them both on Dorinda's Haunted (laughs) the House of Horrors. (laughs) So I was into this episode. I Mm. honestly fast forwarded through everything. I could not sit through it. I can't sit through these women. Yeah, yeah. But when you bring, I'm so happy I'm here for the return of Vicky. Mm. Yes, yes. The original music. (gasps) Yeah, I got I mean, chills, that, and I and I don't and I hate this show. <laughs> <laughs> you got chills as a hater. I love it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No. I. Let's talk about the Vicky, even though it's end of episode. But like, this is what it's about. This is what it's about. This is why we're here. What it's about. So, she is coming back as a caricature of herself, and I'm not mad about it. It's a little. I think it's like the right flavor in terms of a little tail between the legs. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, what is the problem that they won't bring her back full time? So they might, they might eventually when they demoted her to friend of, which was now several years ago, she kind of had a major, major, major meltdown at the reunion where she was like on a tirade yelling at producers, yelling at everyone. Like this is my show. This is my show. And like screaming at the top of her lungs. And I assume that might have something to do with it. And then I think she left the show. She was like, I'm never going to return. And then I think the ultimate girls trip opened the door to her being included more on Bravo. And I think she likes being relevant and she why did another she, rugged why was she fired to begin with the show is getting stale, stale. Okay. probably i'm i'm sure paycheck as well yeah, yeah. uh mm-hmm. so like if if you're being paid the most and like bring the show down you're it's like two two wrongs are not making it right there she yeah. is like one of the more stubborn housewives to ever exist i think yeah and i think it just becomes difficult and it not worth it and if you can like try to recast with yeah. more favorable people then they do that and the vibe she was bringing to this was like i'm happy to be here <laughs> yeah 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 not even concerned about her friend and shannon when shannon <laughs> runs off to a uh, video village <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay the little like ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then, what'd you say and then there was one <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, the return of Kennedy. So you do watch Beverly Hills. Of course. So you know Kennedy. The daughter. The from, daughter of, yes. From season one. Of course. Kennedy's Tea Party. Mm-hmm. And here we are 12 years later. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I interviewed, oh my God, why is her Ooh. name escaping me? Taylor. Taylor Armstrong. Taylor. I interviewed Taylor before she was cast on Girls Trip. Mm-hmm. And I could never release the video because 
she was doing it like in her closet and she looked like a hostage victim. Like it was not helping the like, the case of like my life is like, I'm like st- breaking out of my- Taylor's next chapter. It was not giving Taylor's next chapter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is interesting the places people podcast from. So yeah, I, I think that actually kind of speaks to like, I don't think she is in great control of her- image during this um return to television yeah like she doesn't really have she clearly doesn't really have like a team around her like guiding mm-hmm. her and coaching mm-hmm. her we're kind of just like going with the flow she's going with the flow i but think she's she- just a friend of why how would she have a team yeah uh to be honest like the fact that she had her daughter on this episode i was kind of like why are you a friend of like you are showing your life mm-hmm. and she's really in the mix. Like she's at most of the filmings. Yeah. It's interesting. I think maybe she just like when they cast her, they announced it as a friend of yeah. thing and they just like went, went with, with it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was interesting them pulling the Beverly Hills footage though for like our intro mm. back to Kennedy. And then we got the other Beverly Hills footage about the cotton candy moment. Yeah. Okay. This is when I say something. There's no way, like that is not that iconic of a moment. This is what I want to say: the OC women have no idea what she's talking about. Yeah, there must be a moment like right after she said that where she has to explain what she's talking about. I think a producer told her to say that. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think she remembers that. And then they showed the video of it, and then there's like Mauricio looking kind of creepy. Mm, I noticed that. Yeah. Well, she was with Jen with two ends, who like. <laughs> Who might not really even like know the full history of yeah. like all the shows, despite being like a fan of Tamara's. Yeah. And Shannon, who I don't think pays close attention to the Pantheon. I think only really cares about herself, but that's why we love her. Yeah, that's why we love yeah. her. Well, okay. We had Gina with the return of Kelly Dodd's twin. Yes, yeah, so Gina's <laughs> ex-husband Matt is dating a Kelly Dodd look-alike, which is wild. Like they look truly recast. Yes. Like. <laughs> uh, we got Emily shitstirring, like pinning. Okay, so Shannon talks negatively about her relationship with John Jansen to Heather off mm-hmm. camera. Right. Heather off camera. Right? Off camera. Off camera. Mentions it to Emily. Yeah. Now, Emily, on camera, is bringing up to Tamara that Heather's being a bad friend because she's talking about chance relationship troubles and blah, blah, blah. But, like, the bad friend is you for bringing it onto our television screen. Yeah. This will be an interesting reunion conversation because it's like Shannon will be team. Tamara and Emily here. I just know it. But Heather would be the right person. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Can we see how that plays out? So we have that big like uh, slip and slide pool party with like everyone gets to bring a friend too. Yeah. And like all the blondes are bringing a brunette and all the brunettes are bringing a blonde, which is fun. <laughs> diversity in OC. Yeah, di- that's, that's our diversity. Uh, we, we get to meet like the third member of Trace Amigas 2.0, Tamara, Jen. And other Heather. And other Heather. And that like other Heather sit down with Jen. We're like, 
women just like kept piling on. It felt like that one Kylie Minogue video where like all the where like lovers. everyone like like forms into like a big pyramid. Like yeah, they, we were doing like all the lovers <laughs> cosplay there. Uh, great yeah. tune. It great really tune. was, it really, really was wild because like the women who were actually full time on the show were looking at the people who aren't on the show being get, like, get off. There's cameras on them. We need to get in there. <laughs> but like, but it almost felt like you, we can't have like, there was like one brunette who was like really sitting like at the center. Yeah, and it's like, get and out of like, here. Who are you? <laughs> get out of here. You have nothing to do with us. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, any other thoughts about Vicky, Jess? Mm. I love her. I want to see more of her. <laughs> I think we. W- I think Tamara revealed five episodes we're gonna get with Vicky. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Bravo was posting like teasers of an interview that Tamara did that, where Tamara was saying like, I think she should come back next season. So for Bravo to post that mm. interview, who? But who knows? So also. Vicky's not a friend. No, she's just a guest. But she had a confessional. Yeah. Guests don't get confessionals, typically. Like a Camille will get a confessional occasionally yeah. as a guest. Elise Slane. She, she, was, she was a friend of. I don't know if she was ever officially a friend I of. I think she was. I don't know. I think they just didn't do a photo shoot for her, but I think she was a friend of. Okay. Let's I ask Bravo. Could be wrong. Wow. Remember Bethany and Jill mentioned Elise Lane? Oh, yes. And Elise Lane was that there was in the beginning. Elise Lane was part of their like second ever meeting. Oof. Oh, my God. Go, everyone Google Elise Lane, page six. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the, like, the protest that happened outside Lane. of her apartment. Oh, of, course. <laughs> of, course, of course. Also, the only time I've ever purchased a cameo was Elise Lane for... <laughs> For the fans of this podcast. <laughs> you were inspired by the protests. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and that's where we or that's why come through Queen fans are known as you people. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We have uh, as we do every week, a freak of the week and the one true queen. And because Jess is the guest, we're gonna give her the freak of the week. Mm. Well no 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 no, 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 no. we're gonna give her no, we're gonna have the honor. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh my God. <laughs> no, we're gonna give her the honors to do the freak of the week. <laughs> to oh name the freak of the oh week. Naming rights. After all the words you put in tonight. Wow. Oh my god. Okay, the freak of the my pick for freak of the week is the caller on Radio Andy, Amy from Austin, who got Andy to admit that he would like to quote bang the lights out of Matt Rogers. <laughs> so this was a follow-up call after so, earlier the week. Uh, Brendan, Amy, Brendan, you take it from here. Amy from Austin. It started, I think Tuesday night on, um, so Matt has been hosting reality check, which is Amy Phillips old, uh, a serious show. And they're doing like guests weeks. Yeah. And this woman called in and was asking Matt, like, why aren't him and Andy an item? And she kept on pushing, 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 yada, yada, yada. And then she was like, you know what I'm going to do? Tomorrow morning when I'm listening to um, Andy Cohen live, yeah. I'm going to call in. <laughs> and so she did. And it was just like, both Matt and Andy had kind of the same vibe. They were like, oh, yeah, we were maybe going to go on a date. Like at one point, but like 
someone got COVID and it just never happened. Then like Matt was a guest on Watch Happens Live and like the vibes were off. And then like now apparently Matt and Andy are like entering into certain business ventures together potentially. So mm. it wouldn't even be like possible, but this woman just kept pushing, kept pushing. And then did she call into reality checked that night too? Did she do three calls? <laughs> she didn't call in. The producer played all of that material for Matt to react Oh my off God. Of. And Matt was loving it. Oh my God. I mean, the way she's saying it, she wants it as if like, they're going to walk down the aisle together. And like, if anything, I feel like it would be like a date and a bang. That's exactly what Andy was getting at mm-hmm. when he like, he when he said, said that he said that he thinks they're on the same page. Yeah. And he yeah. said like, if I saw him like walking down the dock, which I assumed he was talking about Fire Island. Mm-hmm. He said if you saw him on the boardwalk. On the boardwalk. In fact, at one point, I think he said if I saw him in the meat rack. Somebody mentioned oh. the meat rack. Oh, John Hill mentioned the meat yeah. rack. Well, and Andy was like, oh, I would never be in the meat rack. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it just was like, it was very much to me like, mm. I have two gay friends. <laughs> they and, should And date. I want to like, like push the two Ken dolls together and make it's, them kiss. Yeah. It's like kind of like that analogy that it's like, at a wedding, like mm. when you meet the gay cousin, and yeah. it's like, it's like, are you gonna start a life together? Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. your own cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Brendan like, like stumbling like the the moments <laughs> during this back half. Well, okay, one true queen. This is a you, Dan. This moment. is a me. This is a me. This is also a you. This I is say. a me. Yeah. This is a you. Okay, we got we got two ads, and like you know, we love ads, right? <laughs> Capitalism, <laughs> baby. We got. A Haunted Mansion ad starring three people on their off season. Mm-hmm. We got Giselle Bryant. Yes, for me. For you. We got Dorit. For, for me. you. We got Lisa Barlow for both of us. Sure. Um, and like, I got to say, was this Lisa Barlow's first on-screen Spawn Con, like on Bravo? I don't recall seeing her. Maybe. I don't really recall seeing like a lot of the Salt Lake City girls. Maybe, but I think like she's not the moment in this. Okay. The moment is Dorit's acting. The Dorit's acting, great actress, but also like acting across her close friend Jamie. Yes, <laughs> of Jamie Lee Curtis, fame, mm-hmm. uh, which is like perfect. Well, yeah, that's the casting. chef kiss. It's yeah, like that's amazing. The Haunted Mansion <laughs> is starring Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was great. But I, I, I really do got to give it to Lisa Barlow. I thought she like really lit up the screen. Mm. And speaking of Lisa Barlow lighting up the screen, like there was, what was, it was Taco Bell, I think, on Twitter where like, remember when, when you were scrolling and like every tweet was Lisa Barlow Taco Bell and like everyone was tweeting about that? I thought it was, I thought it's Ben Wendy's. Oh, was it? It might have been Wendy's yeah. too. Okay, but like we got a new Wendy's campaign yeah. that launched this week. <laughs> where it's just like this like psychotic montage of like, I love it. I love it. Oh my God, I love it. And like Alex was playing it while we were driving down from Maine. And I was like, hard, it was hard to keep the eyes on the road, really. Yeah, yeah, Because it was like, it's like the siren's call. Like, <laughs> like in Greek mythology, like me crashing into the, the rocks. And it almost feels like a... Uh, a callback to you get a haul at me. Oh my God, um, yes, the yes. Frank feisty Frank watch Rappin's live original starring Heather Thompson. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> wow. So you gotta, you gotta love um, us being sold stuff. Wow. Um, us shilling for brands who aren't paying us. <laughs> well, let's shill for our friend, Jess <laughs> guys, you got, you got two podcasts to listen to. You got hot takes and deep dives and you've got the podcast of the summer 
Finding Fire Island. Maybe the year. Uh, maybe oh the year. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Wow. Uh, and it's not too late to catch up because we still got like live episodes dropping coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Be, I, I, yeah. There'll be um, eight proper episodes and just finish p- putting the finishing touches on the bonus. Ooh, yes. So that is oh that it's more. I thought orig- originally. I was like, I don't know if we have enough material. It's like a solid 26 minutes. Oh, yeah. Love it. Yeah. And, like um, there's stuff. It's, yeah. And true hot takes and deep dives heads know that certain moments from that podcast have appeared in Finding Fire Islands. Mm. I caught the Lady Bunny moment today. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so where can we find you online? Uh, JessXNYC on Instagram. Mm. Um. Yeah. YouTube too. YouTube. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. Throw in hot takes and deep dives, and all my interviews are there. Love it. Um, thank you so much for thank, joining this. Was us. a blast. Oh my god, love having you here. And as always, go to comethroughqueen.com for links to everything. Patreon. Our pre-show is jam-packed. please sign up for the Patreon. Oh please. You also have a bonus episode. I think we forgot to mention this earlier. There's a bonus episode. Um, we are opening the vault for a recap of the dinner, dinner party, party from, from hell. hell. Yes. Wow. So that's going to be an extra little special treat for you there. And just like, comment, subscribe, watch your retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.